Secrets to Real Estate Investing, Episode 79. Welcome to the Secrets of Real Estate Investing Show, where you'll learn powerful strategies from top experts to take your investments to the next level. Here's your host and expert real estate investor, Holly McCann. Hey, everybody. Welcome to another exciting episode of Secrets to Real Estate Investing. And I have another Wonder Woman on the show today. I love when I have ladies, as you guys know. And I came across this lady who was speaking at Justin Williams Flip Hacking Vibe event that I was at in San Diego a couple of weeks ago. And I was so impressed with her and her success and her systems and so many things about her. I was so excited to bring her on the show to have her share her wealth of knowledge and experience and success with you guys. So with that, welcome to the show, Miss Stephanie Better. Yay! Thank you for having me. Well, I really appreciate you taking some of your very valuable time out of your, I'm sure, busy schedule and your family to be with us. Why don't you give our listeners a little bit of your background and talk about where you've been and how you got to where you are today? Oh, goodness. I don't know how long of a story. You want. <laughs> um, all right. So we first got into real estate about 10 years ago, a little over 10 years ago, we did our first flip. Um, that was a live-in flip type situation. I don't know how my husband convinced us to do this, but basically we were newlyweds. We had just graduated college and we got married two months after graduating college. So we had no money, nothing. And but brand new married, <laughs> freshly married, and um, he's like, well, you know, when people don't have money, they buy foreclosed homes and they fix them up and then they sell them and they make money. That's how you do it. I was like, oh, really? Um, that wasn't quite my dream. <laughs> like, beautiful house and have to fill it with babies. Anyway, so he convinced me to buy this foreclosed home and um, we renovated the whole thing by ourselves while living in it for the for the that year and a half. And we literally did everything in the house and learned how to, to how to do it all. Um, we sold it in 2008, um, right? At, this is in upstate New York, and there's, IBM has a big um, headquarters where we were living. And right, we sold it, and then um, and like a week later, IBM laid off like 300 people. So that's oh. the market. So it's 2009. We sold it in 2009. So that's right when like the market crashed locally for us. So we literally sold it in the nick of time, like literally a week. Oh my gosh. <laughs> we, made, we made a good amount of money off that. We made, we made like 60000 if you didn't count for our time, which was big for us newly. I mean, that's a lot of money for a little tiny newlyweds, let alone anybody else. So. Oh yeah. Come on. That's awesome money for your first deal. That's incredible. Yeah. yeah. So we took that money. We wrote out the crash in grad school. Um, I'm a nurse practitioner now, and my husband's a physician assistant. For the next two years after we sold it, we, you know, we saved that little nest egg. We went to grad school, and after we graduated um, it, uh, from Stony Brook on Long Island, New York, we decided we were going to move somewhere where we could do real estate again. That was the plan. Where you know we got the bug; it's infected us. We need to do it again. Um, and at the time, all of our family was all over the country and no one was really stable. My parents were looking to retire, things like that. So we picked Charlotte, North Carolina to land specifically for the, for the market here. And, uh, we just, we literally just jumped. We're the only people in our family at the time to live here. We scoped out the market we picked a place for, for our home, you know, when we moved here and we said, okay, if this house appreciates in the next year, like we predict it's going to, we predicted it was going to grow, um, then we'll, we'll take that money again. We'll take a HELOC out and then we'll really do this thing. 
Um, and that's exactly what happened. So we had a little nest egg. That was really that nest egg we had at that point, paid for some of, of, of grad school, and then we used some to buy our house here. And then we took a HELOC out on our primary residence and then explored. That took us to about 2015 when we really started. Um, so a few years in there, we just bought some rental properties in our personal name and dabbled a little bit. And then 2015, we decided we we're going to have a company and we're going to do this. So um, 2015 took a little while for us to get off the ground, um, tried, to, tried to figure out how to approach this from a business standpoint and be business owners. Um, and we figured it out in 2016. Um, we did 11 deals last year, which felt like a lot to us, you know. That is a lot. <laughs> and uh, this year we've done somewhere in the 40s. I lose count at this point because now we have staff and, you know, everywhere else. So we've definitely um, increased our volume and put some systems into place so we could do that. And we've, we've increased our deals, obviously, you know, four times, but we've increased our income by about um, – 800 times. <laughs> wow. Big, uh, big, improve, big improvement in the income. And so my husband was able to leave uh, his full-time job as a PA. So now he just works uh, part-time basically as needed uh, per diem. And uh, I still do work full-time uh, and manage all this. So uh, that's the next step for me to figure out what to do <laughs> with my third job. I don't know. Oh my gosh, that's busy. And you guys have kids, right? Yeah, we have three kids. How old are your kids now? Eight, five, and three. Oh my gosh. I don't know how you do it. Do you actually sleep, Stephanie? <laughs> no, I don't. Nope. No, so what's that? <laughs> oh my gosh, that's crazy. It sounds crazy, but Honestly, our real estate company at this point was pretty hands-off as far as like the weeds of it all. You know, we have, we have 12 employees and pretty much they run everything that needs to get done. And we're here, you know, basically for crazy fires that they don't know how to put out. And um, I do all the design work on our flips. So basically what I do now in our company is manage our employees, which they're wonderful. So they don't need a lot of personnel uh, management as far as like, are they doing their job or not? They're great. Uh, and then I design. So I'll go to, I'll walk through a flip that, uh, and, you know, pick up materials and which walls are coming down and basically like a consultant. And then they take it from there. And if there's some weird thing that happens along the way with it, then I know about it. But otherwise... I don't. And a uh, kind of cool example that happened today, right before uh, we jumped on this call, uh, I was meeting with a contractor and we have a really cool, like very high end flip that we're doing. And I wanted to switch up our materials. So I was meeting with him and I'm like, you know what, let me just go to Lowe's real quick. I want to make sure the backsplash matches what we're doing, whatever, with our little samples. And that was the first time today that I was in Lowe's in literally almost a year. I didn't know where anything was. And that was a huge win for me because I spent my life in there for like a whole year and a half. I, I mean, I knew every employee there <laughs> I spent so much time. So it was kind of cool. I had that, that little win today in my column for realizing that I've delegated out that much. But so the quick, you know, it sounds like we're doing a lot, but I think you put the right systems in place and hire the right people and it frees up a whole corridor of your mind for the next big thing. That's awesome. I'm, I'm super impressed. So why have you not quit your job already? Do you love your job or what? I, do. I, I really do love my job. Um, and 
you know, so I'm practicing medicine. I, I do, I do heart surgery and I run an intensive care unit for our cardiovascular <laughs> surgeon and um, I love it. You are Wonder Woman. Oh my gosh. <laughs> so I, I think at some point I have to make a decision about it, but I've decided I'm not making any decisions until January. So. Well, my hat's off to you, woman. I can't imagine like doing all that you do. I'm super impressed with you. <laughs> all right. Well, the thing that um, I, well, I thought one of your superpowers was really Facebook ads, but now I know you can save people's hearts and keep people alive and stuff. So Facebook ads are nothing compared to that, but your success was super impressive that you've been able to run Facebook ads to attract and find sellers of homes for people to sell their homes to you. So why don't you tell us a bit about that? Sure. So this has kind of been my pet project. I've really had this feeling about Facebook that there was a way that we could utilize this for the real estate investor. You know, you see everyone else out there, you know, Target, BMW, or, you know, whatever. They're, everyone's on Facebook advertising. And I really didn't see anybody in the in our industry advertising this way. So uh, I kind of took it upon myself to figure it out. And uh, what really freed me up to do that is that I was kind of out of the weeds of our, you know, the day-to-day -day of our real estate company. So it just freed up my mind to do something else. And I kind of stumbled upon a really wonderful opportunity with Facebook. So it took me a little while to figure out because it's, it's really a completely different algorithm and um, approach to the, the seller as than, than direct mail or even Google ads or really any other marketing channel we're doing. It's a totally different approach. So it took me a little while to kind of wrap my head around what the approach should be. Um, and what I've discovered is, is that Facebook has a really powerful way of learning and tracking users' online behavior. So you have to kind of think what your motivated seller's online behavior may be like and what kind of um, transactions they're doing online because that's all stored by Facebook. Um, Facebook and Google are the number one traffic, the number, basically probably a tie at this point. Facebook hasn't outrun Google, but those are the, the most trafficked websites on the internet. Uh, the internet is essentially social media now with aside from a couple maybe bad habits people may have of, <laughs> on the internet, but social media is the internet. Um, I really believe, I really believe that very strongly. So because people are on this platform so much and clicking back and forth between this and Amazon and whatever the website and Google, and it's, it's allowed Facebook to collect a lot of information about where people go online and how they behave and what they click and what they buy and what kind of groups they're in and what kind of friends they have and where they live and it goes on and on and on. Um, so if you can if you can tweak that and create a really articulated demographic, then your ads are extremely relevant to those people, and they will click and they will reach out to you. Um, it's essentially like having the mailman deliver a letter to your motivated seller, you know, twenty five times a day because they're on there, you know, probably more than that. So they're they you know they're scrolling through, they're spending their time there. So as long as you can target them appropriately that you can be in front of your clientele all the time. And not only are you in front of them all the time, but you also have the opportunity to present your brand in a very favorable way online. Um, there's a really, it's, 
it's really easy to establish credibility on a social media type platform uh, as opposed to a direct mail platform. You know, you get this, the seller gets this letter in the mail, urgent notice, we want to buy your house, we buy your house fast. You know, there's something there a little bit that puts the seller at an, at the, on the defense when they see something like that. And they don't know who you are. Who is this person sending me this letter? Like, what is that? They're probably just, it's probably a scam. Ah, it's too good to be true. But online, as, long, as soon as you gather interest from somebody, they click on your ad, like whatever it is, they can go over to your social media profile, your business page, and your brand is right there. They can, they can research all this stuff about you. They see the picture of you. They see the picture of your family. They see the testimonials of your clients. They see your ratings and your reviews. So you have this huge opportunity to really establish your brand off just a single click. I mean, the, 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 the level of entry to your brand is so much lower because it's just a click. We all click on random things. We all go down rabbit holes. I don't even know how we got to the cat videos that we watched for an hour. You know, the same thing happens with, with your brand and your company. All it takes is just a little bit of interest on their behalf and you can really, really get them and let them feel like they know you and your company. So you get that credibility right off the bat. And then if they're interested in selling their house and then they'll convert then, or um, if they're not interested that minute, you now have the chance to foster a relationship, which it's essentially the most powerful way you could possibly create a, you know, a new client is by having a relationship. So it's like word of mouth on steroids. It's putting yourself out there and being in front of the people that you want to be in front of. And um, really allows you, it really allows you to control your brand image in a way you really can't any other way. Wow. Well, one thing that I love about Facebook is the opportunity to retarget. So if someone opens the door crack by clicking on your ad, it's like, boom, you got them. And then you have the opportunity to advertise to them again and again. And Facebook wants you to like, Hey, this is a potential, I want to say buyer, but in our case, it's a seller, you know, they're buying you that they know, like, and trust you after a while. But why don't you explain um, what retargeting is and how that works? Well, there's a couple of different ways to go about that in initial engagement, but to talk directly to retargeting, you're absolutely right. So Facebook is incentivized to show ads to people that are relevant because if they're relevant to you, you will click on them. And that means that Facebook can charge the advertiser a fee which we gladly pay if those people end up selling us their house, right? Right. Facebook wants to show people things that they've already seen before uh, because that means that, or things that they've clicked on or interacted with before because that means that they're relevant to them. So Facebook collects relevant data and provides relevant content to its users. And that's why it's so addicting. That's why everyone's there. It's very relevant to see our friends and family and the ones that we, even, even to the profile picture, like they know I click on my mom, I click on my best friend. And so I'm going to see all those people first. It's the same thing with, with advertising. They try to only show you things that they think you're going to like or that you've clicked on before. So once the, like you say, once the doors open just a crack, you're in front of them all the time and Facebook allows you to set those settings. So you can, you can show, you can retarget them for up to a year, which is really powerful. And in general, retargeting campaigns are cheaper, which is nice. Your cost per click is going to be a little less. So you'll have a little bit, you'll have your, your initial click and your initial ad cost. And then your remarketing ad cost is usually a lot less. And my, my clients are usually right around like 30 to 60 cents a click, depending on uh, their market. 
which if you compare that to Google, I mean, I have Google ads running up, you know, personally that are like $50 a click. So it's yeah, our industry is very expensive for Google ads. It's, you know, expensive per click compared to other industries maybe, but obviously it works because investors are paying for it. They continue to pay for it and, you know, it yields ideally profitable results. But yeah, tell us about like what your cost per acquisition on, if you know it, uh, from a Google ad versus a Facebook ad. So our Google, um, it depends. I, I can't quite speak to all of our clients because I don't always get all that feedback from them, how much they made on the deals and things like that. Um, but uh, personally, our cost per acquisition on Facebook is somewhere between $1,000 and $2,000, depending on the month and how things ebb and flow. So it's pretty cheap compared to anything else. It's, the, it's our lowest cost per acquisition that we have currently in our marketing channels. Um, and uh, our marketing channels that we currently do are uh, direct mail. We have Google Google Ads. We have door knockers. We have flyers, um, and you know, basically those those niche lists. We do some cold calling and and, and things like that. But um, by far, Facebook is is at the top of our not only deal deal volume but um, cheapest deals. Wow, that's fascinating. No one's there right now. You know, they're they're. The market for real estate investors on Facebook is wide open. It's like Google was 10 years ago. You know, it wasn't this thing that everybody knew they just had to do. And we, everyone just said, just do it, do it. So we did, you know, um, it's, it's kind of the new frontier right now for real estate investors. So it's, yeah. yeah. But if you get in now and you're involved in it at the ground floor, like it is for our industry right now, you'll be so relevant because you'll have so much time that's passed that you've had people interact with your ads and your company that when, you know, people start pouring money in, you know, to, to their ads and they kind of catch on that this works, your ads and your demographic is so relevant that you can compete for a lot less because the relevancy is what the most important thing is for Facebook. Mm -hmm. Number one, it's not about um, keywords or targeting or, you know, whatever. It's, it's about that relevancy score to the audience that you advertise to. So as long as you got that down, you, you got it. Yeah. And for people that are unfamiliar with Facebook ads, what Stephanie is talking about is an actual, um, one of the KPIs in Facebook, like it will show you, it has something called relevance score and it gives you a score of one to 10, right? And the higher the score, the lower your cost is going to be and the better your ads are going to do. So, and the relevance score, relevancy score is, if I'm understanding right, is based on if your audience is, like if you're showing it to the right people, they're going to like it, they're going to be clicking and then your score goes up. So, yep. what is How many people click on your ad? How many people like, love, you know, sad, mad, your ad, um, how many people comment and how many people go to your business page, uh, from your ad and also how, um, long people watch your videos. Like, so the more people, the more views to the end of your video, obviously the more relevant that is than people who click them leave. So, so are you doing video ads and p still picture ads or what is it that you're doing? Absolutely. Yep, just like some people respond to different types of mailers, like postcard versus letter, people respond to different types of ads. So we're pretty diverse on what we put out there. And are you the star of your videos in your video ads? 
I yeah, I, you know what? We do have a personal ad that we put out. So there is a uh, an ad that I made for me and then and I for my clients. I give them a script and you know basically like hey, do this video that I did um, because those videos do well because it's you and and you you're very disarming to the seller when you're real and you're an actual person. So um, absolutely, there's some videos that I do. So there's one campaign that I do that's that's the the owner of the company that kind of has a little explainer type video, like, Hey, you know, we buy houses. This is who we are. And uh, click for more information. Basically it's a lot savvier than that, but I think you need to put your adorable kids in it. Who wouldn't click on them? <laughs> yeah. And then you can pay them and do that whole, you know, tax benefit thing. So there you go. You, you got to do that girl. We'll have to talk about that later. <laughs> little um, child actors. There you go. <laughs> well, gosh, we're already like getting near the end of our show, but um, why don't you tell us just, I love for people to share their stories of real deals. Tell us about one of your best deals this year, one of your most successful ones or favorite ones. Um, best deal, best deal this year period came from Facebook. Um, we got a Facebook lead. This was in March or April this year. Um, uh, someone responded to our ad. We, it was like a Sunday night, went out for the appointment immediately. Cause it's just like Google, like you have to respond right away. So went out to the appointment right away on the door. It had a no solicitor type sign. Um, they were a high equity homeowner, but there, well, before we went to the appointment, we, you know, we did our research and found that their tax value was wrong. So it was actually not on our high equity mailing list. So I'm not gonna get this, this person by door knocking. I'm not gonna get them with direct mail list. And obviously it's not a vacant list or a probate list because she's living there. And uh, went in there, got under contract and wholesaled it for $120,000. Oh my gosh, girl, that is amazing. Yeah, that was our, that was our best single deal this year. And uh, tell us that she found us on Facebook, you know, like there was no question where she found us. Cause she was like, Oh, I met my, my fiance on Facebook. And I love that you're on, I'm on Facebook all day long. And I saw your ad and I saw, you know, your videos on your business page and, you know, a little, little Oh my gosh. So approximately how old was she out of curiosity? She was in her late sixties. Oh, okay. I know a lot of people think like, oh, Facebook isn't relevant because so many of our targets are people in their 60s, 70s, 80s. But my mom's in her 70s and she's on Facebook. She's not a poster, but she's a watcher of what goes on. And that's what happened here, huh? Why do you think your mom is on Facebook? Because she wants to see me and all the fun yeah. stuff I'm doing. <laughs> so my mom's on Facebook. My grandma is in her 80s. She's on Facebook because we're on Facebook because she wants to see her kids. She wants, she wants to see the relevant data. So they are there. They are using social media. Uh, all it takes is like a little bit of interest into something else that they've been thinking about and they'll click on it. Um, so we definitely get high equity homeowners. I think the high equity, the high equity homeowners is probably our highest type demographic as well on Facebook, just like it is for us in direct mail. And then the other demographic that does really well with Facebook ads are people in pre foreclosure. Mm. And you can actually find those through Facebook. Yep. High equity homeowners and pre foreclosure. Absolutely. Wow. Interesting. I never knew that. I love learning stuff. Can you tell? <laughs> okay. So obviously you're an incredible wealth of experience and knowledge. 
you guys. Stephanie did not just start this a couple of weeks ago. I think you've been doing it, what, like a year and a half or so? Is that right? Yep, year and a half, just coming up on two years. Yeah. And Stephanie does offer to serve other people, as you've heard her talking about clients. So tell, um, tell us a little bit about how somebody could work with you if they wanted to have you um, shorten that learning curve or remove it altogether and have you help them do Facebook ads. Yeah, sure. So we, we do do, you know, basically a completely hands-off type approach um, for our for our clients if they want. Um, and that's where we build and manage all the Facebook ads. And uh, I don't post on your Facebook page for you because I believe very strongly that it should be personal content. And that's your brand. You do not want generic crap on your Facebook page. I promise it will only hurt you if you're posting generic stuff. So, um, but I, I do give you a ton of information on how to have a really good business page. Your Facebook business page is your website. So you need to treat it that way. You need to have good content on there. It needs to be up to date. It needs to be interesting. You need to have testimonials, rate, reviews, blah, blah, blah. You need to be executing very well on your Facebook business page, hands down. If you don't have one, do it right now. So I do all the ads, but then I do a ton of teaching for that. And I actually put together a course on how to do that. Like I hold your hand. This is how you even start a page. This is the settings that you want on your page. This is what you should post. And like number one, number two, these are the themes of your company. These are the themes that you should post about. How do you schedule posts? How do you back post stuff? How do you, how do you get private money? I didn't tell you Holly, but this summer um, we raised just over $2 million in private money uh, on Facebook, just Facebook alone. Um, and wow. that's gathering information from your own network and, and pulling some people out that are interested in what you're doing that you never really knew, you know? So there's a lot of ways to utilize this and to really leverage Facebook um, and using both pieces of the equation. You need ads. You need If you have a really awesome website, no one knows it's awesome until they get there. So a big part of that is, is delivering traffic via ads. Um, and our ads that we build for people will either self-convert within the ad itself or they'll, do, they'll be generating a ton of traffic to your business page. So we kind of help you with both, with both aspects of that. Um, of that whole thing. And if you just want to learn how to do your business page, you just want to learn a little bit more about ads. We have some other stuff that we can, that we can help you with to do that. But, um, it doesn't have to be a full, a fully hands-off thing because I'm a big Facebook nerd and I like to talk about it and whatever. But, um, and if you want to see a little bit of what we, what we do, um, our Facebook business page for our personal real estate company is betters homes. So facebook.com slash betters homes. Uh, don't forget the yes. Everyone else forgets the yes. Um, so you can kind of just hack what we're doing and see what we're putting up for posts. Um, I give some good examples there on what kind of things to do. Um, and I also have a little cheat sheet if you want. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We're for sure going to give that away. So listeners, um, to get Stephanie's great cheat sheet, which she's going to tell us about in a minute, you're going to go to hardhatholly.com forward slash 79 because we're episode 79. Or you, if you're on your phone, which most of us are when we're listening to podcasts, you can text to the number 38470 hard hat, all one word, no spaces, even though there is no such word, it's hard hat to the number 38470. That's 38470. And we'll send you the download there as well as our past download. So Stephanie, tell them what they get with this week's free download. <laughs> so I put together a little cheat sheet and I did this initially for my clients because that question came up all the time. Like, what do I post? What's a good post? And what are hashtags? And how do I use hashtags? And do I even need that? 
So I basically broke down really common themes to the real estate investing journey from closing day to resale day for a flip. Um, and there's also a bunch of themes you can use. If you're just a wholesaler, you don't have the flip before after pretty pictures. There's a ton of stuff you can do um, theme wise with, with being a wholesaler. So I break it down. And basically what I want people to do with this cheat sheet is use this as their blueprint whenever they get a deal. So I want you to think about your deal process as the themes within your deal. So from contract signing and viewing of a home, homeowner picture, and that's, you know, that's signing day. Then you go to closing day. You take a picture of the closing table. You take a picture of, the, of that, you know, the papers or whatever on the table, of the handshake. You get your video testimonial at that point. And then you go to demo day. So demo day, you better take a picture of someone knocking down a wall. That's very interesting to people. People love demo day. So don't ever forget demo day. And then there's a mid-progress update where you go in the house and everything's a disaster. You want to take a picture of that. You want to take a picture of the sheet rocker on stilts and the mess of every, everything and the stress of it all. And then you want to take a picture at staging day or a completion time and list listing day. And, um, and then on resale day with your end buyers. That's kind of an example of the themed post that you do for each deal. And I want you to do it for every single deal. So I put, it to, I put together a cheat sheet that way you can keep it on your desk, you put it somewhere in your office, you look at it, and you recognize where you are in your deal flow process that is your theme to post about. And what you'll find is to be successful in posting on Facebook, you don't need to create anything. You just need to take pictures along the way and just document along the way. I don't want you to think about, you know, some funny post you have to come up with. No, just look at your everyday and pick out your themes within it and then just execute it every single time. And then what you'll end up having in a few months is a ton of content that's really, really relevant. So hopefully that cheat sheet helps you out. Oh, that's amazing. Even just you talking through this is fantastic. I love it. So, well, thank you so much. You have been fantastic and what a great resource. How do people find you? You've said how to find your business page, but what is your website? Socialmediarei.com. Socialmediarei.com and it's Stephanie Betters. Yep, and you can email me too if you want, if you have any questions. It's Stephanie at socialmediarei.com. So Stephanie, S-T-E-P-H-A-N-I-E at socialmediarei.com. Yeah, you're saved in my phone as Stephanie Betters, Facebook queen. So that's how I think of you. You're awesome. <laughs> well, thank you again so much. And what a treat this was to have you. And maybe we'll have you again like in a year or so and hear about the latest developments because I know Facebook's always changing and I'm sure you'll have lots more great success stories. So thanks again and have a great day. Listeners, get out there, take some action and you better all get your Facebook business pages up now. <laughs> run don't walk run 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 go start it can't wait to hear about all your great success thanks for listening thanks for listening today make sure you subscribe rate and review our show and let us know in your review what you'd like to hear more of for the show notes and free downloads for this episode and all others go to hardhatholly.com